Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Tuesday, August 15th, 2023. Four high desert residents suffered from suspected fentanyl overdoses last week. Three were saved by deputies from the Morongo Basin Sheriff's Station administering naloxone, but one 37-year-old could not be saved. On Saturday, August 5th, deputies were dispatched to a residence in the 73,800 block of Sunnyvale Drive in 29 Palms, where a 37-year-old male resident of 29 Palms was found not breathing. Although naloxone was administered and life-saving measures were conducted, the 37-year-old was pronounced dead on suspicion of fentanyl overdose. On Sunday, August 6th, at approximately 1.47 a.m., Deputies were dispatched to a residence in the 5200 block of Warren Vista Avenue in Yucca Valley, where a 24-year-old male resident of Yucca Valley was in the throes of a suspected overdose. Deputies say they administered two doses of naloxone and the individual's vitals improved. He was taken to High Desert Medical Center for further medical treatment. On Wednesday, August 9th, at approximately 5.25 p.m., deputies were dispatched to a residence located in the 3100 block of Shoshone Valley Road in 29 Palms. A 30-year-old male resident of 29 Palms was found by deputies to be unresponsive and not breathing. Deputies say they immediately performed CPR and administered naloxone, and he regained consciousness and transported to the High Desert Medical Center for medical treatment. On Wednesday, August 9th, at approximately 6.18 p.m., Deputies were dispatched to a residence located in the 74,000 block of Twilight Drive in 29 Palms, where they say they found a 19-year-old female believed to be overdosing on fentanyl. Deputies report that they immediately administered CPR and naloxone, at which point she regained consciousness and was transported to High Desert Medical Center. Testimony in the Arthur Davies trial continued yesterday on the only scheduled court date for the week. Online news editor Robert Hayden joins us with a recap. Prosecution called witnesses to testify on the two stories Arthur Davies gave to law enforcement. Detective Cassandra Serta provided the majority of testimony as she was present during the initial interview with Davies on February 11, 2018. There are some facts that are undisputed by both parties. Arthur Davies and Carissa Casavari were the only two adults with 17-month-old Parker Lee Schumacher on the evening of February 10, 2018. Casavari was doing laundry and she had left the trailer three previous times for a few minutes each time. The fourth trip in the five to six minutes that the mother is outside the trailer is the time frame in question. Serta says that Arthur Davies told her that on the fourth trip, Davies used the bathroom and came back out to Parker face down on the floor having a seizure. During an almost nine-hour interview at the sheriff's headquarters, Davies changed the details of that story to one where the toddler caused his own fall. In the second story, Davies says that Parker was upset when his mom left to do laundry, and in an effort to move the toddler from the kitchen to the living room, he picked up Parker in his right arm, and while walking near what is described as a pillar in the home, Arthur Davies says that the 17-month-old grabs on there and pulls himself right out of my arms. Davies states that Parker cried for three seconds, then was silent. According to testimony by forensic pathologist Chandrakin Lopez, Parker Lee Schumacher died from the type of blunt force trauma you would receive from an automobile accident where the victim died, or a fall from a three- to five-story building. We'll have more details on the testimony given yesterday, as well as all our reporting on this ongoing trial on our website, Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, I'm Robert Hayden. The high desert was inundated with traffic this weekend as people from all over California and beyond came to watch the annual Perseid meteor shower from Joshua Tree National Park. 
29 Palms Highway, along with roads leading into the park, specifically Park Boulevard in Joshua Tree and Utah Trail in 29 Palms, were completely full of vehicles, causing major delays Saturday night and Sunday morning. A representative from the California Highway Patrol's local office told Z1077, quote, Our office was unaware that an excessive, unprecedented amount of traffic was coming into the Morongo Basin. We did not receive any calls for service or traffic crashes that appeared to be associated with the extra traffic. The Yucca Valley Town Council meets tonight, and on their agenda is an update from Frontier Communications, the approval of the Aquatic and Recreation Center Project's list of qualified contractors, and approval of extra work on the Essig Park Improvements Project, increasing that project's cost to $866,931. Reporter Hillary Sloan has the full agenda for tonight's meeting. The town staff has recommended the council approve a change order with contractors IMR Inc. to expand the small dog park segment at Essex Park by 2,600 square feet. Additionally, staff recommends that the town council amend the Measure Y Fund 801 budget to appropriate 300000 of unassigned reserve funds. Also on the agenda is the recommendation that the town council approves and authorize the purchase of replacement street name signs from Safeway Sign Company for around $32,600, with a contingency of $3,500 for a total of $36,163. Lastly on the agenda is a recommendation that the Town Council receives the report and provides direction for special events and large gatherings in single-family residential zones. The meeting is at 6 p.m. in the Yucca Room of the Yucca Valley Community Center and will be live-streamed. The public is welcome. For a link to the Zoom meeting, see this story at Z1077FM.com. For Z1077, this is reporter Hillary Sloan. The 29 Palms Planning Commission will gather tonight for a meeting that will include four public hearings regarding development code amendments and regulations around the western Joshua Tree. Reporter Heather Clisby has the full agenda. Tonight, the 29 Palms Planning Commission's regular meeting will include four public hearings. The first regards allowable land uses for the downtown-specific plan. Last month, the planning staff urged clarifications and updates to the allowable land use tables in the development code. This prompted a request for similar action for zones within the downtown-specific plan to enable consistent terminology and listings of allowable uses throughout the city. The second hearing deals with regulations for the removal, relocation, or trimming of a western Joshua tree which has been listed as a threatened species by the California Fish and Game Commission under the California Endangered Species Act. The third hearing concerns yet another development code, this one to clarify standards for non-conforming buildings and uses. The final public hearing will feature development code amendments pertaining to mobile home and special occupancy parks. The amendment aims to clarify development regulations while also separating out those for recreational vehicle parks and campgrounds. The public meeting begins tonight, August 15th at 5 p.m. at City Hall, 6136 Adobe Road. Reporting for Z1077, this is Heather Clisby. The Morongo Unified School District will be holding a two-day speech screening for preschoolers ages 3 to 5, starting today and continuing tomorrow. Assignment reporter Gabriel Hart has details. 
Does your child use less than two word sentences or gestures to communicate, respond inappropriately when you talk to him or her, or speak so people outside the family cannot understand them? If so, schedule an appointment with a speech language pathologist. Tuesday, August 15th at Oasis Elementary School and Wednesday, August 16th at Joshua Tree Elementary, both days from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. To contact Morongo Unified School District Special Education Office to help schedule an appointment, please visit this story at z1077fm.com. Reporting for Z1077, this is Assignment Reporter Gabriel Hart. Joshua Tree National Park has a volunteer opportunity for people who want to learn more about park operations, fee collection, and visitor engagement. The positions were created before the unprecedented amount of visitors came to the park for the Perseids last weekend. Online news editor Robert Hayden rejoins us with info on this volunteer position. The park is hiring assistant fee collector volunteers who will assist staff by collecting fees from visitors and providing basic park information. Volunteers will be assigned to either the west or north entrance. They'll check park passes of entering and exiting vehicles and will sell passes on a register. Folks in the position may also set up and manage an information table in the parking area of the west entrance to provide literature, information, orient visitors, and answer their questions. These volunteers will begin work around October 1st and will work two shifts per weekend until January 2nd. This is a local opportunity only. Applicants must currently live within a one-hour commute to the town of Joshua Tree, California, and the post closes on Saturday, 826, so folks must apply by then. You can find more details and a link to apply for this position at this story on our website, z1077fm.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Robert Hayden. And finally, blood is desperately needed in the Morongo Basin. To that end, Livestream will be holding a blood drive tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the High Desert Medical Center located at 6601 Whitefeather Road in Joshua Tree. Healthy individuals at least 15 years of age may donate blood. Donors receive a free mini-physical. Please set an appointment by calling Livestream at 1-800-879-4484 or visiting lstream.org. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. If you hear news happening, let us know about it. Email us at tips at z1077fm.com. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.